Oh, no, guys. I learned so many things about horses. Don't tell me things about horses. All right, you can say it. Okay, I learned this. Horses and zebras and lots of other grazing animals like goats have rectangular pupils. And they're rectangular, horizontal, with the uh, parallel with the floor, with the ground, so that they can graze and see predators for, on their periphery really easily. And so then you think like, okay, when they go down to bend and eat the ground, well, <laughs> graze... When they bend their heads, then the rectangles would be like more vertical and wouldn't work as well. So their eyeballs rotate in their heads, countered actionly, counter directionally. I don't like it. To their head moving, head I, tilt. I object. Yeah. Oh, so I'm that, into that. So that they can still see really well while eating. And then they lift their heads back up and they re rotate back. They have gimbals. Crazy. Mystery Tour is a 5th edition D&D actual play about a rock and roll band who solves mysteries while they're on tour. I'm Ed, and I'll be your DM. Hi, I'm Emily, and I'm playing a super chill Fearbolg. He's finally able to use his Ma's old shield with the family labyrinth carved into its front. He's a lore bard and the bass player for the band Dark Lancer, and is pretty bad with names. Hey there, I'm Nora, and I'm playing the lore bard, Windy Snowy Mountains. Windy's an experienced traveler and performer who's also a snow leopard to boxy. She likes playing her ukulele around a campfire, and her cat-like curiosity makes her ask a lot of questions. Windy's also praying to the cat lord for a rockin' show at Dreamlancer's next stop. Hello, I'm Brayton, and I'll be playing Staff again today. Staff is a changeling guitar player in the band Dreamlancer, but his bandmates have yet to discover his true identity. Staff often parades around in the form of Roger Stewart, but we'll see what other personas show up this session. Last time on Bardic Mystery Tour, the gang learned that one entire mageball team is missing. In order to claim their pay for the halftime show, they must ensure the game still happens. They found clues in the locker room that led them to Bintini's automation factory, but something seems amiss. We join them as they are about to pull off some ingenious plan crafted by your favorite Fearbolg and bass player. This is Bardic Mystery Tour. We're outside. Yeah. I look around. Does it look like it's just the three of us and we're alone? Uh, there are people in the street, but, you know. All right. Hey, guys, come with me. And I walk around to, like, the side of the building so that we're alone. Yeah. We follow. Are there fence posts or anything? No. Good. All right. Um, hey, guys. So I was thinking maybe, do you want to see up in that room? I think that's a good idea. They might be hiding some secrets in there. Yeah. That would get, help us get to the bottom of this mystery. What do you think, Adrian? Yeah, it sounds like a good idea. I think we can't trust this Bintini. All right. I got, I got a plan that can get us back inside. You're going to climb up the fire escape. Is there a fire escape? No. No, man. Oh, what's your plan? All right. All right. My plan is I turn invisible. Nice. And then you sneak back inside. And then we got to get a way in. So I'm thinking maybe like Wendy goes to buy some postcards. I'll give you some money if you need it. Okay. You say, oh, I just changed my mind. I want to change. I wanted to get these postcards. Big guys in the bathroom. You know what I mean? So you're getting them for me. 
And then, like, you seem to have some sort of thing where you're, like, touching things, man. So maybe you can, like, have a hard time going into the building, like, hold the door in, like, weird ways. Like, you don't want to touch it. And then okay. I'll, I'll go through the door. This is a lot of attention on me. All right. We don't have to then, I guess, man. No, we can do it. I, I can do it. I'll just hold the door. I'll just hold the door nonchalantly. Like, because I'm just going to run in and run out, so he's just holding the door. And I'll run behind you, maybe? Yeah. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. That work? Yeah. I turn invisible. I puff up my chest, and I get myself real psyched up. You can do it, man, I say. And then we go back around to the front, and I wait for Wendy to open the door. Did you you cast invisibility, or was it a different spell? Um, Fearable learn, as a people, they like learned how to just, um, what's it called? Just become invisible. Racial trait. Yeah, so we have this thing called Hidden Step. And as a bonus action, you can magically turn invisible until the start of your next turn or until you attack, make a damage roll, or force someone to make a saving throw. Once you use this trait, you can't use it again until you finish a short or long rest. Oh, so you have to, like, run. It's like you're going to be invisible for six seconds. Oh. I didn't realize that. You were thinking mage ball turns, which could be upwards of 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. This is we're a bad talking plan. about D&D turn. I'm sorry, guys. What if you distract Bentini and I sneak? Because I'm really sneaky. Yeah. 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 Cool. Cool. Same plan, but change people. All right. I didn't turn invisible then because I would have known that it would only last for six seconds. <laughs> You turn invisible, walk around the corner, like, you're visible again. You're like, yeah, I only had six seconds. What were you guys doing? Why'd you take so long to walk around the corner of the building? All right. I go back to the door. I open the door and I go in and I'm like, oh, hey, hey, hey. I changed my mind about these postcards. Oh, sweet. So can you show me all the different kinds of postcards you have? Because while like, my family is really interested in hearing from me and wants to know how the band is doing and like all... You know, all those other friends we had back in Ottawa, they got to hear about what we're doing as a band. So I just I yeah. want to make sure I get a variety of oh. these postcards so that my family can make sure they get to see all the different sites as you guys have. It's tricky. We only got two. We got this one. It's me and my first automaton I built in this factory. And then we got this other one that's just uh, it's just a bunch of automatons. All right. Auto- all right. Uh, automations. I interchangeably use those words even though they're clearly different things yeah well show me them both i want to check them out and i want to i want to see them while the big guy is distracting benini bentini bentini i sneak in and carefully make my way towards the r&d area okay well you have to go through that front room and there's that huge sliding door so you're definitely gonna have to roll at disadvantage yeah, but what about all the help we're offering? That could be, like, advantage. Because I'm also touching everything. Everything. All right, this, is my, this is my question. Are there two knickknacks that look similar but are slightly displaced from each other? Like two turning cogs or something? Because I'll just keep turning one and then turn the other one to match it, but it'll be off. And then I'll turn the, the first one again, and then I turn the second one. And it would be really annoying. It's almost like every single scene in that TV show. This might be, like, out of the realm of 5th edition's, like, uh, disadvantage concept. What I mean is it's so difficult that it's probably actually impossible. There's a room with two doors in it and a desk 
And that's almost it. There's like postcards. And you want to open one of the other doors without the only person in there knowing you're even in the room at all? It's going to be hard. That sounds like... That might be a DC of like 30. Yeah. I think that you recognize it's exceptionally difficult, but if you still want to try it, then I'll let you try. Is there another way to get to that area? Like, could I climb? Um, I mean, there were windows on the outside of the building. There's a rooftop, and the, the factory has that, like, rooftop with, like, the rooftop that runs down just the middle that's really small. With, like, one window in it for some reason. I don't know why factories have that. It's to let the air out. All right, I'm going to realize that it's going to be impossible to go through the big door, but use the distraction that they're creating to try and climb the outside so I can get to it from the top. Okay, how are you climbing this wall? Are there any ladders or areas that look climbable? Keep in mind, I do have claws. claws, But it's like concrete block, probably at least six feet up. And then there's like windows, which the windows might make it easier for you to climb. But the roof might have, like, an overhang. That's not a problem for Wendy. She's very agile. That's true. Yeah, I guess if the bottom of the window is six feet up, that's not that big of a leap for you, right? I think I'm six foot two. What if I said that it's clear to you that it's going to be easier to climb up to the window and go in a window than it is going to be to go up to the roof? Then I'm going to climb in the window. Okay, let's do that. Roll a climb check. And a stealth check. This is athletics? Yeah. 18 for the climb check. 22 for the stealth. Okay. You climb up the wall, slide the window open silently, and slip in. Sneaky kitty. You are now inside the main room of the factory. Factory floor. Can I climb up the staircase to get to the R&D area? Yeah, you just want to run down like the factory floor and go up those stairs. Do I see anyone? Nope. Then yes. You go upstairs. There are three doors. One says R, one says ampersand, and one says D. I want to go into the D door. You walk across the catwalk to the D door, and you open it, and then you see that there's only one room over here. Probably all three of these doors went to the same room. You can actually see the other sides of the doors from where you're standing. Uh, this is much smaller than like the factory floor, obviously, if you had to walk down half of it to get to it. It's still a really large room, so it's probably like... 25 by 25 or something, but the sides, like the roof is coming in, so like the sides, if you went all the way to the wall, it's only like four or five feet tall. It's still like standing height for most of the entire room. Um, And the center of the room still gets pretty high because it's a pretty steep roof. Uh, Relatively, it's like almost a 45 degree angle or something like that. There's a whole bunch of tables around, and there are a bunch of sheets that seem to be placed over top of things. That are maybe person to like eight feet tall kind of height, you know, roughly humanoid in shape if they were like an eight foot tall humanoid. There's a bunch of them, like eight or nine of them. And then there's a bunch of tables that have just like weird gadgets and things that don't necessarily make any sense to you. And there are upright chalkboards that have like chicken scratch all over them. There's like all kinds of numbers and calculations and things. There's like a welding desk that has a bunch of like welded stuff. There's like some like soldering stuff on another desk. There's a good chunk of like a wood shop area kind of in the back a little bit. But in the very center of the room, the main thing that's going on is this enormous, there's like this really, there's this round place on the ground and above it like to the right of it there's this large box 
And sticking out of the box is this really large, like, oval-shaped... It looks kind of like a mixer blade, you know, like um, kitchen aids have that, like, oval-shaped mm-hmm. one. It's like not... The, the hook? Yeah, it's kind of like the hook, except for it's closed, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, It's like a heart, but it doesn't go down in the top shape. Like yeah, a spade. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I just mean, like, it's big and open like that, and it is this, like, oval slash, like, kind of like an eyeball shape pointed on the ends a little bit, but it's still kind of rounded. The whole thing's kind of rounded and smooth in general, but it's coming out of that thing, and it looks like it rotates on, like, a horizontal axis. Like, it's sticking out, like, the left side of this box that's on the right of this big round platform, and it's above that platform, like, kind of centered. There don't seem to be any clear indications of what that is, but there's a ladder beside it that goes up to above it. Not like a ladder, but like a metal staircase that goes up to above it. Also of note in the room is a table that has like animals on it, like a snake or like a glass aquarium kind of thing with like gerbils in it. Is it like an aquarium or a terrarium? Mm, The terrariums usually have plants in them. Terrariums usually have dirt in them and aquariums usually have dirt and water in them. So it's not, like, full of water because they're, like, live gerbils that aren't drowning. More like a terrarium. So there aren't, like, a ton of plants in it, really, and the bottom's just, like, uh, you know, sawdust. Yeah, but you don't need plants or dirt for it to be a terrarium. You just need it to not have water. He's playing a semantics game with you, wherein an aquarium and a terrarium are the same thing. Until you fill them. Depends on the kind of fluid that's in it. If it's air... If it's that dirt fluid. Well... That's mud. What if it's plasma? I don't know what that's called. What if it's shadows? That's a planetarium. What if it's a superfluid? It doesn't... It climbs right out. That's superfluous. Exsanguinate. What would you call that? Sang... Sanguarium. Exsanguinate means to remove all the blood. So sang... Sangua or whatever is blood, so it would be like sanguinarium. But that is that full of like vampires? Is it full of like animal no, vampires? Full of, full, of blood. full of blood. Okay, okay, yeah, gross. Sanguarium. A vampirium is obviously full of vampires. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> or that section in the musical that's the vamp section. <laughs> yeah, just keep going. Just keep going. There are also a handful of cats that are running around the lab. I try to catch one and pet it. Give me a charisma check. Do you have, like, handle animal or, like, uh... Yeah, animal handling. 17. All right. You, uh, managed to enough to get one to come over to you. And give it some good pets and scratches. Yeah. It, like, rubs on your leg, but then when you go to pet it, it, like, tries to run away. But then, like, when you stop trying to pet it, then it, like, comes back to you. Okay. That kind of cat. It does that a couple times till it lets you pet it eventually. Okay. Now you're going to smell like cat hair all day. (laughs) What a change for me. I sneeze and I don't even know why. So what are you guys doing? You buy some postcards? Oh, I was going to say, like, I flip over all the postcards and I'm looking. Both postcards? Yeah, the two. And I'm, like, reading and I wanted to notice if the the writing is in common or Inganalian, rather, or if it's in a different language. Yeah, they're both in Inganalian. Cool, cool. I'm like, oh, which of these is your favorite, man? She's like, I like this one. It's like the uh, the picture of me and my first automaton in front of my brand new factory. That makes sense. Did you send any to your family? Oh, whenever I send posts, I send these all the time. I get these made by like the thousands. 
Yeah. This is like your main way. I also of- advertise with these. I get like mailing lists and then I just like send them out. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, I think, I, I think I'll take some of these. How much are they? Oh, they're pretty cheap. You can get like 20 for a copper. All right. Uh, I'm going to give her a copper. She's like, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Uh, what other things do you have here for sale? Um, I start looking. What does she have? She had p- keychains, beer koozies. Yeah, we already got. We already went through all this. I'm just trying to stall. It's fine. All right. Well, uh, I'm gonna go out with my friend here, and my other friends in the bathroom. I think she like ran off to go. So I'll catch you later. Okay. Thanks for stopping in, guys. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll catch you later. All right. Uh, go warlords. Yeah. Go team. I uh, distractedly say, yeah, but I'm still trying to get oh, wait, are the world everything world lined up. Yes. Did you tell her that? No. Okay. I flip her the three finger piece sign as I leave. She waves back at you and shakes her head in confusion. Okay. I'm still trying to get things lined up perfectly. Hey, man, let's go. I'm very distracted. And I say, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, just one second. Okay. I'm going to go. Touching okay. them and uh, rearranging them. Okay. Good luck. Bye. I turn my body like I'm going to leave, but I, I'm still just. She's like, all right, buddy. I'm closing up because I got to get to that game. The big game. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then I uh, really reluctantly move away and then leave. Um, I don't really know which door she went in, but I'm not going to say anything if this lady's locking up behind us. I just start walking back towards the town. And is there a bench that we could sit on, the two of us? Yeah. All right. We go sit on that bench. I mean, I'm going to go sit on a bench. And be like, no, I'll sit on the bench. Is it, as long as it's clean, does it look clean? No. I don't sit on it. I just stand near it. You, you can sit here. We're just going to chill here till uh, Wendy gets back. I comically try to sit, but can't bring myself to actually sit. So I just keep like squatting over the bench and standing back up. Okay. I'm very indecisive. Well, I'm content just chilling here for a little bit. All right, Wendy, what are you doing? I want to take the sheets off of the things that look humanoid to get a better look. You take them off. Well, I don't know. You take the first one off, and it's a mage ball player. It looks like a fashion mannequin, but has a mage ball uniform on, including its distinctive mage ball helmet that gives away what it is. What shape is that? Oh, it's um, it's got like a thing to it and like one of those on it and uh oh emily wants to describe it for us oh it's um yeah it's like a skull shape kind of you know (laughs) 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 but it's got instead of circle holes for your eyes because i think that that's hard to get on it's got like c-shaped cutouts they're like pretty almost circles for your eyes and they kind of resemble like eyebrow bone ridge and then um with the opening pointed down. Yeah. And glass in there? No, it's like a grid. It's like a grill. Oh. And it's painted black, so it looks like a shadow when you're on the field. Nice. The dirt field. And then it comes down the sides, and it's like sideburns, but like bone bone burns, you know? <laughs> okay. And then they come, they like jut forward, like along a jawline, kind of. 
And there's a strap that holds them on. Yeah, in the front. Well, and it has like a solid under piece for your mouth because you can't wear a mouth guard because you have to be able to talk to cast spells while you're playing. So you can't wear oh. a mouth guard, but it's full contact. So it's tricky. So it's got yeah. like, so it straps onto your head, but then it also has like a chin protector. That's wild. Okay. And they come in like white because bones, you know, but you can like, whatever, paint them however you want. Given my extensive knowledge of Mage Ball, do I think that these automatons look like they would be any good at Mage Ball? It's really difficult to judge the ability of an automaton without seeing it in action. Like, you can't tell how, like, fast this thing would be or, like, how powerful it would be. But how many of them are there in the R&D section? There are, like, eight with cloths on them. Well, seven with cloths on, one with no cloth on it. I want to take a closer look at this thing in the middle of the room with the oval scoopy thing. All right, roll an investigation check. 18. All right. Seems to be one of the cleaner areas, but... Oh, and the function is very difficult to discern, but you notice in the center of the area, the circle area, Mm -hmm. there seems to be a strange collection of very excessively tiny things, like... You saw a bunch of like nuts and stuff or like nuts and bolts and stuff that were like used on automatons, but there are ones that look like so much smaller than that that it doesn't make any sense. Maybe belong in a glasses repair kit or something like that. What kind of small things and are there? And a little tiny itty bitty wrench that like a human hand couldn't hold on to. Okay. It's mostly nuts and bolts. It's like parts of things, right? But like they're tiny. That thing is, like, too big for me to take with me, right? It's, like, well big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, 14 feet across the hole in the middle of the thing is. Which is impressive that it's cantilevered off that little 4 foot by 4 foot by 4 foot box it's sticking out of. But it is. Do I see anything suspicious that would make me think that the team was here? The mage ball team? I don't know. Roll another investigation check. But while you're looking around, one of the cats... Knocks something off the table that, that had all the animals on it. It shatters. And then you hear a scurrying. Like cats scurrying? Or like a person scurrying? Both the cat scares itself and all the other cats. There's just a lot of noise. And also, Nora rolled. A two. So see if I saw anything that looked like mage ball stuff. Man, if I would have known that, I would have said you knocked it off. I listen to hear if I can see anyone. Or to see if I can hear anyone coming. Roll a perception check. 18. You hear very faint metal tinking. Like footsteps. Yes. I look for some place to hide in the room. All right. Roll like a under, Maybe like check. underneath one of the sheets with the automatons. Oh, nice. Are you covering the other one up? Yeah. And do you have a way to look out? I cut a really small hole in the sheet so that I can see out. Okay. And I get a 20. All right. Wendy hides. Roll me another perception check. And this is to see how loud your heartbeat is. 17. All right. You wait like a minute or so, and you don't seem to hear the footsteps anymore. And just when you decide maybe it's time to come out and be in the clear, you notice at the top of the staircase is a gerbil. And then one of the cats rubs up against that four foot by four foot box. And then the entire thing starts humming. And then the gerbil walks off the staircase and falls through that giant needle hole thing. And then 
it turns like 20 times its current size. So, like, more like... Holy crap! Uh, very small elephant-sized gerbil. Like a cow. Yeah, maybe like cow like height, but like gerbils are like full bodied. Yeah, they're like wider than a cow because they're like round. They're like little yeah, little like potatoes a, with like fur. a hippo. Yeah. Or is that too big? I think bigger than a hippo. Bigger than a hippo. I don't know how big's a gerbil. Two inches tall. Half the volume of an American football. I think it's way less than half of the volume of an American football. Like gerbils like are little baby. guys. They're like big mice. They're way, they're like rat size, bigger than rats. But they're grounder really? than rats. Rats are like pointy on one end. They're like two inches tall? Actually, both points of, both ends of rats, cause they're tails. Yeah, yeah. But if you exclude their tails, rats are like pointy on one end. So like four inches oh, tall. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of guinea pigs. Yeah, guinea pigs are I think big. You're of guinea, pig. guinea are pigs like are big. like the size of a hoagie. Okay. Like a big hoagie. Like but a not school, long, no, like a school But like hoagie. a big, a chunky hoagie. Like a fundraiser short. hoagie. That's guinea pig size. I think if you got a big fist, you got like a guinea pig sized fist. But no, I'm it sorry, gerbil, gerbil sized fist. Yeah, I think that. Okay. Uh, you got you got big fist though. Maybe <laughs> that's a guinea pig fist right there, baby. All right, so twenty of Ed's fists. So maybe that's like three inches tall. So let's say this thing's like twenty times taller. Sixty inches tall. That's like five feet. Or twenty times the mass. It's like a hippo. Just taller. Twenty times taller. That's like incredibly more massive. That's like ten hands. How it's tall like is a ten hand cubic mass horse? Back to the story. So there's a giant gerbil in this room with me. Humongous. Did, What's the D and D size? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, large. Is it large? Might be bigger than large. No. It's fine. It doesn't matter. It's just there's semantics. No way it's bigger than. Large. Let me look up giant gerbil answer, in the monster hand. <laughs> answer Nora's question. What was your question? Does it notice that I'm there? It doesn't seem to. Um, I think I'm ready to leave. Good luck. I think it's huge. No. You mean giant or huge? Huge. It's huge of D&D size? Yeah, it's the one yeah. above large. And giant is above huge? That Oblex was huge, wasn't it? No one knows. That was a long time ago. All right. Nora had a plan, and she's going to tell you about it. I'm quickly but stealthily making my way out of the room and back through the window I came in. Roll stealth check. Fifteen. Okay, you sneak out the door. You're going back to the window you came in? All right. Roll me another climb check to try to get up to that window. 21! Whoa, you just like leap straight out the window. Nothing but net. Cats can do that. And then I land like perfectly, right? Yeah, like superhero landing or like... Like just a like, cat landing, you know, like whenever a cat just jumps. land and like put your arms out, yeah. keep posed it or whatever. I, I guess, what can I see them? Uh, they're not too far away. If you go looking for them, you'll find okay, them. Okay, yeah, I look for them, and I see them on the bench. Okay. I go over. Hey, man. Hey, guys. Well, I got into the R&D area, and here's what I saw. I, I found the automatons. There's only eight of them up there. Um, but there's also the shrink ray. It made a giant hamster, so it shrinks and enlarges stuff. It doesn't sound like a shrink ray. <laughs> well, what do, you call, what do you call an enlarging ray? An unshrinker? Did you see something be shrunken, or you're just guessing that it does that? I saw tiny wrenches and stuff that didn't <laughs> look like it would be at all usable, and then I saw a gerbil actually get enlarged. Whoa. Oh. So, so the, I don't know what she's doing with that, but seems suspicious. that there are intelligent gerbils with wrenches? Yeah, what was it doing? Was it working on something? Like, does it have thumbs, man? The gerbil? 
Yeah. No. It was just big. Then you hear a giant crash from inside the building. Uh-oh. That's probably it right now. It's freaking huge. Do you think that's a common problem? Like, do you think this happens a lot? Let's go stand around and keep an eye on that. See what happens. See what develops. Did we on the bench see the owner leave? Yeah, she left already. We can go in all of us together if you want. Yeah, okay. We could go inside, I guess. What more are we going to discover if we go inside, though? You guys just want to... You don't trust me? You don't think I saw a shrink slash enlarging ray? I mean, I trust you. I just wanted to talk to the giant gerbil. I just assumed that we were going to see some secrets. We were going to get some clues. Has anybody interviewed the managers of each team? We did talk to Prill, but we did not talk to the other manager. Well, that seems like something we should do. Yeah, that's probably our next step. How long do we have until the game starts? Not super long, because it's tonight, and you guys got here, like, you know, maybe a little before noon. It's been a while. You're kind of a little close here. I mean, I guess we could always just play, big guy. We'd make a pretty good mage ball team. We can play and play a show. Yeah. You want to play with us, too? Oh, me? No, 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 no. You don't like mage ball? Um, no, not really. Right on. All right. Right on. Well, let's go and talk to the other manager for the regents. Hey there, groupies. Emily here. Just wanted to say thanks for being a fan of our podcast. We have a website that's bardicmysterytour.com and it will link you to all of our social media accounts that we're not very good at using and our band camp, which has all of our songs. So full length albums and spell songs and all that good stuff. If you want to listen to them or download them or anything like that, and our Patreon, if you're into getting sweet postcards in the mail or interviews like six months after the episode comes out, you know, all that good stuff. We already talked to Ed about that, so it'll get it'll get done. We'll get caught up soon and we appreciate you and we're sorry. Um, I don't really have any other good announcements except that I appreciate you, we appreciate you, and we love you. Okay, bye. We continue to the Coliseum. You guys are going to the Coliseum? Yeah. All right, you're going to like the garage where the guard is? Yes, and to check up on Red, see how our painting is coming. And Valerie. Oh, yeah, and Valerie. All right, you go to the Coliseum garage door, and there's a guard there that you've already met. I walk straight in, give him the wave, and go to straight to the horse. Yeah. He gives you the wave. We just all walk straight in. He's like, is this guy with you guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you up to no good? Me? No, I'm a private investigator. I'm a consultant with the police department. So you're not with these guys? No, I'm with them. They're not the police department. I know. We're all investigating together. It's fine. You can be with more than one person, man. Oh, I know. Is Red at the wagon? Yeah, how's the paint job look so far? Not so much. Not so much paint. He's been going to get paint for so long. I don't say that out loud. That's just something I feel. How's Valerie doing? Valerie's, uh, chomping on some hay. Yeah. 
Man, big guy, I really thought we'd see Raj here. <sighs> Me too. Who's Raj? He's our other bandmate, and he just keeps mysteriously disappearing every time we go on a, like on an adventure. Hmm. He was sick in the last town. No, I don't know. He Maybe dropped he's... off our bags, but then he just like disappeared in thin air. Uh, he's probably been abducted. Man, this is going to make our tour really short. We can find another guitarist. That's true. Yeah, maybe he doesn't want to be in your band. It's possible. I mean, we are friends. You would think he would have the courtesy to tell us to our faces. Well, let's go ask these questions. That's why we came here, right? We're gonna yeah, go we gotta go. We gotta go talk to Coronitis. Coronitis. All right, I give Valerie a little pat on the tushy as I walk by and keep going. You're okay. A, you were a pat a horse there. Yeah, no. the tush. That's a good way to get kicked. No, not if they like you. Only if they can't see you coming and it's unexpected. It wasn't a a forceful pat. It was just a little tap, like a love, a love tap, tap. Okay. We make our way to the other team's locker room. All right. You go down the hallway until you see the paper sign for the Buckminster Regents. We follow it. All right. There's a guard standing there next to a doorway who's wearing gold and purple. And he says... Hey, this is for the team only. Oh, we're doing an investigation. And then I take out a card to hand to him that says my name. Where'd you get that? I have them from Movie Magic. What does that mean? Movie Magic. Um, I don't know what that means either. Did you know that whenever they film uh, movies about like spaceships and stuff, there aren't actually spaceships they it film just flying looks around like in there space? Are? Yeah. And whenever they're like giant monsters that fight each other and destroy cities, they don't actually have to destroy a city. And those aren't actually giant monsters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. That's movie magic. So this guy has them because of that? I don't know. Not just because he has them as... He's the one that said he had it. Staff. All right. I don't give him anything. Except for a hard time. We just go in. Oh, wait. We tell him we have to investigate something and we need to speak with Coronitis. Who has to investigate? We do, man. We're helping to solve this mystery. A bunch of bums? No, I'm not a bum. Then why don't you try looking like not a bum? I look... I think I look really good. This guard's defensive tactic is to bring you down mentally, not physically. My name's Adrian Mink, and I'm a private investigator. Uh, I get called in on big cases. Yeah. This is one of the biggest cases there is. Sheil hired him. He's working for Sheil. You better let us in. Sheil asked us to help, man. And then this really tall, blonde-haired dude comes out and he goes, What's all this noise? And you notice that he has one glass eye. He's also, like, ripped, but not like, uh... Not like paper. No. Not like he's currently a bodybuilder, but like he used to be in the sports. You told us somebody else was ripped. It was... No, he had wide shoulders. Oh, yeah, I interpreted that as ripped. It was Burl. Ripped means that you have a lot of muscle definition, and whatever thing he said before means you have a lot of muscles. Defined? No. We, Built. We explain the same thing to this guy. He goes, well, this is my locker room, so no one in here without my permission. Well, that seems awful suspicious that you won't let us investigate your locker room. You're right, you guys are probably plants who are trying to throw our game for us. Oh, you must be Coronitis. Yeah, everyone knows who I am. And if you don't, you're a fool. I want to try to intimidate him into letting us in. All right. 
How does someone assist in that? That's a good question. Usually you have to justify that. 20. What, are you just going to show them your big old muscles? Yeah, I'm like, dude, if you don't let us in, then we're just going to assume that you're guilty, so you better let us in. That seems less like intimidation and more like persuasion. Yeah, yeah but I do it while I look big and tough, yeah. and I puff all my fur up. I back her up with those, like, real tough arm folds and, like, lean over them, too. And I say, or you'll regret it. He's like, all right, well, yeah, but, like, listen, it's my locker room. Okay. So don't touch a, don't touch a bunch of stuff or something. And don't be so scary, cat person. Can't help it. It's natural charm. You go into the locker room, and there are mage ball players everywhere. An entire team of them, in fact, which could be anywhere from 7 to 12 or possibly 19. Depends on how many injuries you get in the game, you know? Might need a lot of backups. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. They're not allowed to use healing spells, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because it's mage ball. Yeah. Are you telling me that mages don't have healing spells? No, I'm making a joke with you about how we both already know that. I knew that. Ha, ha, ha. Is that real? Is that real? They don't know any healing spells? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you not That's know true. that? That's true. I didn't know that. I've only played a bard and a druid, though. Okay. Uh. I think most spellcasters don't have healing spells. I think mostly, like... Wait, wizards, sorcerers, and... Warlocks? Warlocks Bards. don't. Do rangers? Oh, maybe rangers don't either. So, like, clerics and paladins do. Bards, Bards do. and druids do. Bards and druids do. I had no idea. Now you know. The more you know. I don't know if Bards always did. Did Bards have healing in, like, third? I don't know. I can't remember. That was so long ago. You'd be really old if you knew about third edition. And I'm one of the kids. I'm hip, and I'm with it. Yeah. Let's yeet the rest of this game right out. Okay, Boomer. Why are you being so extra, Nora? Take your crop top and get out of here. Are crop tops for kids? What's that mean? Crop top's an old term. Yeah, but it's, like, popular fashion with young kids. Oh, okay, all right, all right. There's a name for the scrunchy look. Oh, you mean those, like, um, tops that are, like, popcorn? No, like, the scrunchies, like, for your hair. They're, like, coming back. Beach bum. If only talking to your microphone were coming back. It's coming back. It's coming back. It's coming. All right, we go into the locker room. Do any players immediately stand out? Yeah, there are a bunch of people standing around in their lockers, like, whatever. But this one dude comes up, he's an orc, and he's like, hey, what's up? Hey, we're uh, investigating the missing team. Oh, yeah, that's a real bummer, because I wanted to beat them. My name's Dial, with a Y and an E. Like Kyle. And this is my buddy Cavies, with an H. And Cavies is a human. They're both very large and muscular. And Caves is like, what are these bums doing in here? We're investigating the missing team, dude. Hey, man, chill out. We're just here to see what we can see. Caves is like, just a bunch of people trying to look at our stuff again. Everyone's trying to get in our fame or whatever. Um, are a lot of the lockers hanging open? Yeah, I mean, people are like using them and stuff. I'm just going to slowly go uh, around the perimeter and like slowly close them all. Dial's like, hey, stop touching this stuff. Oh, I'm not. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And then I hold back for like a second. But that's all I can handle. And then I start closing it some more. All right. You go to close the next one. And Coronitis is standing in the way. And he's like, hey, I said no touching the stuff while you're in here. I hold my hands up and I say, no, 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 no. I'm not. I know. I know. Um. So has anybody seen the other team? 
I want to butter up these two dudes and tell, tell them, well, you guys look like two of the best mage ball players in this locker room on this team. What's your working theory about where the other team went? I didn't describe this third person yet. Must not be important. There's also this lady elf that comes over. She's also super ripped. And she's like, don't mind KVs. He just gets angry sometimes. And Dial's like, well, I'm the captain. Because he's got a C on his jersey that you can already see. The letter C that you can see with your eyeballs. Gotcha. Same question. What was the question? You guys seem like you know a lot. Like, you're really good mage ball players. You're the captain, Dial. What's your working theory for where the other team went? Dial's like, I am the best mage ball player in the entire nation. And plain. Right on, man. You want to answer a question, though? What? Where, where do you think the other team went? I don't know where the other team went. They went to their locker room, probably. Did you see them at all since you got here? Not since the last time we beat them in the regular season. When did you guys get here? Uh, yesterday. How many times did you play them in the regular season? Uh, just once. Because, see, not every team plays every team because they're in a cross-division. You don't play a handful of cross-division games. You don't even necessarily play every team in the other division. So you guys must have beaten them pretty handily. It's a close game. Probably one of the best games we've played yet. Did you guys go to a death round? No. It's been a long time since we went to a death round. I'm hoping for it, man. We hope it doesn't go for a death round because we're bad at the juggling part. I want to see if I think that they're telling us the truth. Eight. They all seem like they're being pretty straightforward. I feel like I want to know the same thing. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Ten. Ten. They all seem like they're being pretty straightforward. I'd like to investigate the locker room for clues. All right, roll an investigation check. Twelve. Fourteen. Eighteen. Well, as you continue searching, Cavies is like, man, what are you guys doing looking through all of our stuff? You're touching our, like, skulls and our towels and our skull bags. Yeah, do you guys want to play this game or not? We got to find the other team or else you guys aren't going to have a game to play. Yeah, we want to play. These aren't real skulls. Yeah, these are real skulls. You saying we got rigged skulls with deflated skulls? Bruh. Skullgate? Uh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to ruffle your feathers. But technically, these are manufactured synthetic skulls. Yeah, I'm not stupid. I just want you to know. You got to be smart to go to mage school. And I went to mage school. I'm clearly an intelligent person. We're not just a bunch of hunks, okay? We're also smart. Who's your best juggler, man? Probably... Edena. That's that elf. Oh, she's standing right there? Yeah. Can you show me your best juggling, please? She's like, uh, sure. And, uh, she picks up three of the skulls and throws them all in the air and then literally misses all three of them. Oh, man. It's all right. It's all right. Can I try? Yeah, man. I want to try. All right. Roll a juggling check. What do I use for that? Dexterity performance. What does that mean? Use your dexterity modifier instead of your charisma modifier. But use your proficient your performance proficiency. Oh, you don't have performance? What do you mean I don't have performance? Are you proficient in the skill performance? You mean is it filled in? Yes. Yeah, is it X? No. Aren't bards We're all banned? Yeah, but my character stands on the stage and doesn't face the audience. You are the bass player. Oh. So two? Yeah. All whatever. Right. Eighteen. All right. Uh, you get a pretty good volley going. Yeah. Feels good. Feels good. Hey, you guys should get the big guy on your team. 
For the death round. For a death round. Yo, I'll, I'll step in. We're playing the show. You ever tried out Mage Ball? No. Oh. Think I'd be good at it? I don't know. Do you know all the rules are important? I mean, I my family invented the rules, so. What kind of spells do you know th- would you think would make you good at Mage Ball? Uh, like Bardic Inspiration could be pretty useful, I think. Um, it probably would be useful to have a bard. That's not a spell, but <laughs> it's, it's an, an ability. ability. <laughs> don't you know? Don't you know? Don't you know? I don't know, man. What do you know? Grease or Mage Hand? Oh, no, man. I don't have that one. Or... I've got light, so if it's dark out, you know. Yeah, light's one of the least useful spells in... I don't want to say there's no time to use it, but I don't find very many good times to use light in Mage Ball. Are you allowed to use first level spells? Yeah. Are you allowed to do PvP? It's all PvP. Could I, like, hurt the other players mentally? I mean, there are a lot of rules about what kind of contact is legal and what kind of contact isn't legal. Yeah, probably I shouldn't play then, maybe, I guess. Yeah, if you're trying to hurt people, then maybe Mage Ball's not for you. Mage Ball's about having fun and being competitive. Yeah, I I feel that. I feel that hard, but, like, I don't have, I don't, like, know things, no spells that would be helpful. If you're the kind of person that just walks around and tries to hurt people... I don't even know how I feel about that in general. Same, same. Did we find anything when we investigated the locker room? Yeah. Yeah. No, you just made everyone mad. I'd like to take Coronitis aside. Yeah, we got to grill Coronitis. Interrogate him. We're going to intimidate him. Whoa. Just like so we're not like in front of all the other players and stuff. So what are you doing then? We want to take him to a quiet corner and ask him a couple questions. Okay. We kind of like take him by the shoulder and we. He's like, don't, don't touch me, but it's time to you guys leave. I am curious. What does happen to your team financially if this game doesn't happen? I mean, wait, are are we going outside? Yeah. All right. He's like, let's get out of the locker room and leave these guys. They got a lot of prep work to do. They apparently got to practice juggling. Get on your juggling, Adina. I told you to work on that. You're the only one that gives us a chance in the death round if we ever make it to one. I like how it's her job to learn to juggle. But they all have to be equally good because they all have to do it. It's complicated. I'm still talking to them. Are they? Do I have to go with them? Is he making me leave Oh, you too? can stay with No, the two of you are going with Coronitis? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wendy and staff will go with Coronitis and leave the bass player to compare muscles in the locker room. I do one of those, like, arm things. The beach where, like, is that way. Yeah. The, yeah. Um, well, while they walk away, I'm going to bust out. Wait, we're doing their thing, man. You just did your thing. Yeah, I'm just going to bust out my haggy sack. That's what we're going to do okay. the whole time. All right, roll a dexterity check. And that doesn't matter. We'll do that later. I just wanted you to know that we're not talking. I don't want to talk anymore. I just <laughs> want to play haggy sack. All right, so you guys go in the hallway. We're going to get down to business and ask Coronitis some of the tough questions. He's like, where's your buddy? I thought I was kicking you guys out. Don't worry about it. We There's got some a- questions to ask I think there you. there's only two of us. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, yeah, the big guy. Anyway, what happens to your team financially if you don't play tonight? Do you guys have a guarantee? I mean, we're all... Compensation? We're, it's a professional franchise. It's got, like... We all have salaries, but, you know, there's bonuses involved in winning this game, you know. I would think that Mage Bowl 16 would have quite a bonus for the winner, and even quite a bonus for the losing team. But if there's no game at all, that'd be a lot of money out of the pockets of your guys, right? Yeah, that'd be a disaster. Do you think it would have any personal financial implications for you? 
I mean, I'd lose my share of the, you know. No, of the what? Bonus. What about the large bet you made that the warlords were going to win instead of your own team? What are you talking about? Insight check. 18. Seven. Uh, Wendy is convinced <laughs> that he's never heard of this before. Mink has a different idea. What's yeah. your first name? Adrian. Isn't uh, that his real name? Adrian, yeah. Whose real name? Monk. The character's name is Adrian Monk. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you meant the actor. I don't know his name. I know it because I'm a big fan. Wasn't he in one of the Star Treks? Star's Trek. He was in that fake Empire, he was in the Emperor fake one. Enterprise? No, he was oh, in the he was in, uh, he was in Galaxy Orville. Quest. Yeah. That well, who's in Galaxy Quest? And he was in Pain and Gain. Was okay. he? Yeah, he's like the, the rich guy that they... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert duck. for Pain and Gain. That movie's good. The movie is really good. No, no spoilers. He just is in it. Should we watch it later? Yeah, let's watch it now, on, and we'll do a riff track, and then we'll get back to the podcast. Are we really going to do a riff track in the middle of an interview? Did Coronitis just basically admit to wrongdoing? Would we really end an episode in the middle of an interview? Find out next time on Bardic Mystery Tour. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. Bardic Mystery Tour is recorded at Looking for Group Pittsburgh. Looking for Group Pittsburgh is a land center in the Brookline neighborhood of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. If you're in the area, stop by for games, co-working, or events. Find more information or schedule your next party at lfgpgh.com. Who remembers the Consville team? There, oh. there isn't a con. Yeah, they didn't make it into the thing. It was the Consville convicts. <laughs> I don't think that was it. And I remember what you said. Crashers. I go out of here somewhere. Coronitis. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's the manager of the Regents Coliseum. Yeah, the team was called the Coliseum. I don't want to have it. I cared as much. As my guy does about about learning that, we'll never find that. It might have been the Crushers. I don't know. It's not the Crushers. It was really good. Remember? No one wrote that down. I just assumed Ed had it written down since he said it. Fuck. Why? It might be here somewhere. Do you? He, he, give me your notebook.
You can't decipher any of this anyway. I know. That's <laughs> a joke. I wrote down the name of the fictional team that I have season tickets for, but not the console team. What was your team's name? The Trolley Town Terrifiers. Yeah. I, wrote that. I also wrote that down. Come on, guys. You're really dropping the ball here. I'm really disappointed that there isn't a pink D10. Oh, sorry, D8 